we do the risk assessment. <laughs> so, in the unlikely event that there is a fire, please proceed to one of the fire exits as demonstrated by my lovely assistant. <laughs> <laughs> Toilets are out the back on the left, or you can find some if you go through on the right into the hall, and if there are any little ones who need a little break, there is a crash at the back of the hall. Yeah, and for children, we do have an activity sheet this evening as well. Uh, so if you'd like one, just raise your hand and uh, one of our stewards will be able to bring one over to you. Um, we have a series of well-known carols uh, this afternoon. So when we come to sing a carol, everyone can stand if you're able. And then at the end of the carol, if you could sit down again, I'll just help everything to progress all smoothly. OK, right, let's get started. So we had to pick this one for the opener originally written by an Anglo-Irish female hymn writer. She also wrote All Things Bright and Beautiful. Um, she originally wrote the words as a children's poem, but it was later set to music for organ. And King's College Choir made it famous for the start, so I think we might know what it is. Um, the choir are going to sing the first verse, and then if you're able, please stand with us from the second verse onwards to sing Once in Royal David City.
Okay, well, we're now going to have the first of three videos um, which has been recorded by Andrew. And Andrew's been asking members of our church family three questions. We're going to hear responses to the first of those questions now, and you can look out for two more of them later on in the service. What makes you happy at Christmas? Waking up on Christmas morning and trying to guess what's inside my stocking. The giving of a gift. Being with the family. Fairy lights. Chestnuts roasting on an open fire. I expect you're relieved I didn't sing that. For me, it's got, to, it's got to be the food. Isn't it? I mean, the pigs in blankets, the turkey. You, oh, sort of you love your food. <laughs> um, for me, it would be sitting in the living room with the fairy lights, looking at the Christmas tree. That would be great. Okay, right. So, our next carol. Um, in the first verse, it talks about um, the Messiah's birth. But before we sing it, what actually is a Messiah? Yeah, so Messiah means anointed one. Now, you may have noticed during King Charles's coronation, he was actually anointed. And what he means is placing a special oil to mark someone out as set apart um, for a special role. Okay, so this carol is saying uh, um, about the Messiah. So, what was the Messiah's role? And what was he going to be? So, the angels from the realms of glory give us some clues. Look out in verse 1 for what the angels first heralded. And then in verse 2, who Jesus is. If you have an activity sheet, try and jot those two down as we go through. So please join us in singing Angels from the Realms of Glory.
I've got great news for you. What are you hoping for? Unlimited supply of ice cream. A fulfilling experience. A paid holiday to a desert island. A forecast of dry weather so that we can get the allotment ready for winter. Uh, apart from a Fulham win, uh, a reunion with my Australian brother, who I haven't seen for some years. OK, I'll be honest with you, I'm really hoping for a Christmas bonus. <laughs> That's what I'm hoping for, hanging out there. Yeah, I can understand that. Well, for me, when I was a kid, what I'd really um, enjoy like, receiving as a, as a nice surprise was um, when my sister and I would set little treasure hunts for each other. As they'd have like, a series of clues that you'd have to follow around the house, and that would quite often start in a little sealed envelope with a little start of first clues. That would be quite good. That's exciting cool. first news. <laughs> um, we've now got a new setting to O Come All Ye Faithful. And it's been put together by our very own Brian Mayhew. So thank you, Brian. And um, the choir will be singing it for us. So please remain seated and just everyone just enjoy the song from the choir.
was, that was wonderful. Thank you so much, Quiet. Thank you, Brian. Um, the choir are now going to stay with us as we sing um, on Christmas night, All Christians Sing. Uh, but before we do, this carol mentions that Jesus is our Redeemer. But what does that mean? What does Redeemer mean? Well, to redeem something means to compensate for or to make amends for. And we often use the word redemption to mean to buy something back. So the key is that something has to be bought back at a cost. And the carol tells us that Jesus buys us back at a cost. So the question is, why do we need to be bought? Um, and what, what does Jesus have to compensate for? So see if you can spot the answer in verse 2. And if you have an activity sheet, do write down your answer. But it's going to be on Christmas night, all Christians sing. What announcement do you think would make everyone in the world happy? No one ever has to go to work or school again. It's possible that our future life could be perfect beyond all imagination. Uh, my favourite football team, MK Dons, wins every man. Any new medical breakthrough. Kindness to be made compulsory. Yeah, I think that does resonate with, with a lot of people. I do, I do sometimes wonder, though, if, if peace would be enough, you know, because you can have peace between two co-workers who are just sort of simmering silently but being very British about it and being very kind and peaceful <laughs> towards one another. And then I sometimes think you might actually need sort of love and forgiveness between them, which is a lot, lot harder, yeah. a lot, lot harder to achieve. Um, our next carol is going to be Away in a Manger. So it's very popular with children and adults alike, and with popularity come many different variations of the various verses. But um, we're going to be imagining ourselves, as we read these verses, taking us right to the manger. So imagine you're there, you're looking down at a baby in swaddling cloths in that manger, and 
this carol is going to emphasize that Jesus, that baby, is Lord. So that's a Lord who has authority over the heavens, authority over earth, and that's a big claim, a big claim for a little baby sitting in a manger. Um, so, if you want to, please count how many times we're going to see the word Lord appear, actually, within this carol. And if you have a sheet, feel free to write it down as well. So, let's enjoy singing it together. Okay, so Anne and I will now be praying for us together. Um, So some prayer points for today. We're going to be praying in thanks for all the good things that we get to enjoy around Christmas. We are going to be praying for a world in conflict. We're going to be praying for those vulnerable people in the UK this winter and for our local community here in Kingston. So please bow our heads and let us pray. Father God, this Christmas time, we want to thank you for Jesus coming to earth, being born in a manger, and being our saviour. We also give great thanks for all the joy that comes at Christmas, from the lights shining out to the decorations, the music, the time shared with family and friends, the fun and the games. We are so fortunate to be able to enjoy the festivities in peace here in this country. We are sorry that we take so many of our luxuries for granted, and wish to thank you for them now. Amen. Amen. Father God, we look around us and we can sometimes feel surrounded by conflict. We see war between Russia and Ukraine, war in Israel and Gaza and beyond. But we know that one name for Jesus is the Prince of Peace. Peace that we long for and we wish would last forever. Please, Lord, bring peace to those regions and help those charities aiding the vulnerable in those war-torn communities who have lost everything and who have lost many of the things like food and warmth that we ourselves take for granted every day. Help us to trust that you will bring justice in the end and an everlasting peace for those who trust in your Son. Amen. Amen. Father God, we pray for those in the UK who are vulnerable this winter. We think of those homeless in the cold, 
those who have a home but are struggling with fuel poverty, those having to rely on food banks. But in the midst of their difficulties, we also see shining examples of self-sacrifice and want to thank you for those working for organisations such as the Citizens Advice Bureau, the Emergency Services and charities helping to provide for those who need it at this time. Amen. And Father God, locally, we also want to thank you for the work of charities acting here, such as the Kingston Church's Action on Homelessness, KCAH, the Kingston Food Bank, helping keep people fed, and the Youth Work Charity, Oxygen. Lord, as we enjoy time together, we also want to pray that you would comfort those local people who are lonely, or for whom this will be a really difficult period due to the loss of family or friends. We, we know everyone here may know someone yourself, so please, we just ask you to take a moment to name them in your own hearts and pray for them personally now. Amen. And now, if you would like to, please join us in saying the Lord's Prayer together. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins, as we forgive those who sin against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. Okay, so as a space scientist, I'm really pleased with the next choice, actually, because the music was written by Gustav Holst, and Holst is well known for his planet suite. Um, we'll gloss over the fact that it's astrology rather than astronomy related and just say he's done a great job anyway. We use him all the time at work, so it's great. Yeah, so this carol um, takes us through the part of the different characters in the first Christmas. But in the fourth verse, it also asks the question of what we ourselves can give to the baby. So watch out for Christina Rossetti's suggestion at the end and please join us in singing... The next cow in the bleak wind winter.
Tonight's reading is from Luke chapter 2, verses 1 to 20. In those days, Caesar Augustus issued a decree that a census should be taken of the entire Roman world. This was the first census that took place while Quirinius was governor of Syria, and everyone went to their own town to register. Now Joseph also went up from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea, to Bethlehem, the town of David, because he belonged to the house and line of David. He went there to register with Mary, who was pledged to be married to him and was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for the baby to be born, and she gave birth to her firstborn, a son. She wrapped him in cloths and placed him in a manger because there was no guest room available for them. And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. Today, in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You'll find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. Suddenly, a great cloud of heavenly hosts appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven, and on earth, peace to those on whom his favor rests. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. So they hurried off and found Mary and Joseph and the baby who was lying in the manger. When they had seen him, they spread the word concerning what they had been told about this child. And all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherd said to them. But Mary treasured up all these things and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things they had heard and seen, which were just as they had been told. That's great. Um, We're now going to have a more contemporary song, which may be new to some of you, but please do join in. It's going to sum up the joy that is offered to all at Christmas. And one way it does this is by using lots of names for Jesus in the lyrics. Yeah, so historically, names had great significance. So, for example, Max, your name means the greatest. (laughs) (laughs) And and Anne's means grace, or God has favoured me. Which he must have done, because you're married to the greatest. (laughs) Great. (laughs) Okay, so in this song, there are more than ten names for Jesus that tell us um, who he is and what he's come to do. So, see if you can spot as many as possible. If you've got an activity sheet, see how many you can uh, drop down onto your sheet. And we'll get started once the band are ready.
Well, good evening, everyone. My name's Bart Erlbeck. I'm minister here at Emmanuel Church. Uh, and first off, thank you so much to Max and Anne for leading the service. And thank you to Brian and to the choir uh, for singing and Brian for doing that arrangement uh, of O Come All You Faithful, which was brilliant. We're going to think just for a few minutes about the words that the angel said to the shepherds. Now, boys and girls, if you've got one of the sheets, if you're filling in an activity sheet, you might want to turn the sheet over because there are some fill-in-the-blanks with what I'm saying, and all the answers will come up on the screen. So if you want to fill it out, um, do so as you go along. The answers will come up on the screen. You've just got to spot them and put them in on your sheets. So we're going to think about what the angel said. And the angel said to the shepherd, in one translation is, I bring you good news of great joy for all people. That is quite a build-up to an announcement, isn't it? I've got good news for you that will bring great joy to everyone. The people that we saw on the video earlier on, people from Emmanuel Church, were asked if they could think of something that would make them happy. And we had various answers, didn't we? Gifts, fairy lights, uh, chestnuts roasting on an open fire. I'm intrigued whether Robin actually does that. Do you actually do that? Robin, are you here? Do you actually do that? You have done it. Okay. Well, you need to do it every year, don't you, obviously? They were also asked, what what good news could they have that would make a difference to them? And there were some great answers there, weren't there? So, reunion with a brother, lots of ice cream, that kind of thing. Then they were asked, can you think of an announcement that would be good news for everyone? And that's quite tricky, isn't it? For everyone throughout the world. Again, there were some great answers. Medical breakthroughs, no more school or work. Great answers. I wonder if you can think of something that would be good news for everyone. The angel, when the angel appeared to the shepherds, He said, I've got good news of great joy for everyone. And this is everyone throughout the world and throughout history. So we're going to have three questions that we're going to ask. And the first question is this. What is this amazing news? The angel says, I've got this news. What is it? He says, today in the town of David... A saviour has been born. The amazing news is, and you can fill this in on your sheet, boys and girls, if you're filling in a sheet. The amazing news is, a saviour has been born. And we know who this baby is, because we heard about it earlier in the reading. That Mary and Joseph went to Bethlehem, and while they were there, the baby was born. And they named him Jesus And that's what we're celebrating at Christmas, isn't it? The birth of the Saviour, the birth of Jesus. Now, of course, that's only good news for everyone if everyone needs a Saviour. So our second question is, why do all people need a Saviour? Because the angel said everyone needs a Saviour whether you're in war-torn Gaza or peaceful Surbiton, whether you're wealthy or poor, healthy or sick, whatever nationality you are, you need a saviour, the angel is saying. Now, our carols picked up on some biblical truths that help us understand this. In the carol, Hark the Herald Angels Sing, which we're going to sing next, it's my favourite carol, I love it, It's got great truths in it, and it begins like this. Hark the herald angels sing, glory to the newborn king. Peace on earth and mercy mild, God and sinners reconciled. That carol is telling us our biggest problem. It is that God and sinners, that's people, that's us, need to be reconciled. In other words, the relationship between God and people is broken. Otherwise, we wouldn't need to be reconciled. Now, there's a verse in the Bible that's going to help us to understand this. 
It's in the book of Colossians, and it says this. It begins like this. Once you were alienated from God and were enemies in your minds because of your evil behavior. So do you see, that's saying the relationship is broken, isn't it? It's saying we're alienated from God, that we're enemies of God. And it tells us why. It says, because of your evil behavior. And so, that's saying there's a problem, isn't there? There's a big gap between us and God. Boys and girls, if you're filling in the sheets, you can fill in on one of the diagrams, us and God. You've got the beginnings of the diagram there. You can fill out the rest of it if you want to. The problem is there's a big gap. We're alienated from God, and it said it's because of our evil behaviour. Now, you might think, well, we're not that bad, are we? But just think about this. Jesus was asked, what's the greatest commandment in the Old Testament? And he said, love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, and with all your strength, and love your neighbour as yourself. That's what he said. But we don't do that, do we? There are two things that have been on TV recently that show us what we're really like. One of which, the M&S Christmas advert. I haven't seen it so much recently. I don't know whether they've taken it off. I think they apologised for it. But when it first came out, it was an advert where you had various famous people doing things like burning Christmas cards and chucking away Christmas games and doing that kind of thing. And the strap line at the end of it was... This Christmas, do only what you love. Which sounds great in some ways. Just do what you love. You just do what you love. Don't worry about other people. Look after yourself. Do what you want. I think in some ways that sounds great. But actually, if we did that, it would be a nightmare. Just in your household, just have one day, I dare you to have one day where the rule is... Everyone must do what they love. Do it on Christmas Day. (laughs) See what that's like. What would that mean? What food would you eat? You'd all want something different. Who's going to cook the food? No one. Who's going to clear up? Who loves clearing up? Well, maybe there are some people who do, but most people don't. What about what you're going to watch on TV? It would just be an argument, wouldn't it? If we all did what we love, it would be a nightmare. And the problem is, that is what we often do. We don't actually need the M&S advert to encourage us to do it. Very often that is what we do. Which is why the world is the way it is. It's not that we're as bad as we could possibly be. But very often we do what we love. And that means we end up hurting each other. The second thing that's been on TV recently, the first was the M&S advert, the second one is Doctor Who. The most recent episode of Doctor Who was called The Giggle. And in it, the baddie who's not on the screen, by the way, if you don't know about Doctor Who, he's not on the screen. The baddie is a guy called the Toymaker. And the Toymaker made it at the beginning of the episode such that everyone thought they were right. Everyone in the world thought they were right. And that led to big fights, big problems. And then the Doctor, at one point, says this. You see, the Doctor says the Toymaker is just taking advantage of what humanity is already like. It was quite interesting. This is what the doctor said. The human race might be clever and bright and brilliant. It's also savage and venal and relentless. All the anger out there on the street, the lies, the righteousness, that's human, that's you, that's who you are, using your intelligence to be stupid, poisoning the world and hating each other? You've never needed any help with that. And he's got to be right because he's a time lord. (laughs) But it's true. That that is what we're like. And the Bible's been saying, yes, this is what you're like. It's been telling us for thousands of years. We don't need the M&S advert to encourage us to do what we love and hurt others. 
And as we do that, the, see, the thing is, it's not just the problem out there, it's the problem in my heart as well, in your heart. And as we do these things, we alienate ourselves from each other and we alienate ourselves from God. And actually that causes a huge problem. It actually has impact on our eternity. You see, there's a big gap between us and God. The fundamental problem we have is we're alienated from God. Maybe you're recognising this now in yourself. You realise, actually, yeah, that is true of us. We're alienated from God. So why do we need a saviour? Why do all people need a saviour? Because we need to be reconciled to God. Last question. We're almost done. How does Jesus save? Oh, this is really important. The carols again remind us of the biblical truth that Jesus, the baby born, is God himself. This is what one of the carols says, um, the carol uh, once in Royal David City that we sang at the beginning. He came down to earth from heaven who is God and Lord of all. That's saying Jesus, born born 2,000 years ago, is God come to earth. And that means we can change our diagram a bit. You see, we've got this gap between us and God, but God comes to us in the person of Jesus. Born on earth 2,000 years ago. Boys and girls, you can fill in your sheet if you want to with the diagram if you're doing that. This is who Jesus is. God, come to us to fix the relationship. The relationship broken by us, but Jesus comes to fix it. So how does Jesus reconcile us to God? Let's just go back to the verse. It says, once you were alienated from God and were enemies in your minds because of your evil behaviour, but now he has reconciled you by Christ's physical body through death. That's saying God's done all the work to reconcile us to himself. He's done all the work by sending Jesus. And how does Jesus reconcile us to him? It's by Christ's physical body through death. In other words, like that. The cross. Jesus dying on the cross. He dies to fix the relationship between us and God. To reconcile us to God. He takes all the punishment that we deserve for putting ourselves first. For doing what we love. He gets the punishment so that we can be forgiven. So that we can come to know God. And that means we can come to God. Reconciled to him. If we will come through Jesus. And this is great news. Great news for the whole of humanity. And great news for you and me. Because this is what we desperately need. To come back into relationship with God. It's true, we need it for eternity, but we also need it for this life. Because our biggest problems, our biggest struggles, our anxieties, our difficulties, find their answer in Jesus and in a restored relationship with God. Because this good news can change us from the inside out. As we come to know God's staggering love, we can be transformed by it. And Christians here today will tell you that Jesus coming to be our saviour is the best news and has changed their lives and goes on changing their lives. So how does Jesus save? By dying for us. The angel announced he had good news of great joy for all people because a saviour had been born, Jesus. This Christmas... Will we respond? I wonder whether you'll respond to this message. If you do, if you come to God through Jesus, then actually it becomes good news of great joy for you. Now, if you'd like to find out more about Jesus and how we can be reconciled to God, there are a few things that you could do. We're going to run a Christianity Explored course in the new year. It's a free course. Anyone can do it. If you'd like to find out more, it's seven sessions. Uh, We work out exactly when we do it, depending on who wants to do it. So just express interest. Let me know if you're interested. Or get in touch with our office uh, to let us know if you'd like to do that course. But you can also, today, we are giving away some books as you leave. 
books for different ages. So we've got ones for preschool age, some for early readers, and some for everyone, including adults. So please take a book away and read more about Jesus and why he came. Thank you very much for listening. Boys and girls, you've listened really well. We're going to sing our last carol, which I've already introduced, which is Hark the Herald Angels Sing, which tells us about God reconciling us to himself. So please would you stand? stuff there. Thank you very much. Um, just want to thank you all for coming along tonight for our carol service. It's been great to have you here. Um, if you have had an opportunity to, uh, to do one of those activity sheets or do any drawings or doodles or anything, feel free to, to come and share them with us or with Chris, our children's and youth minister who was reading to us earlier. We're very happy to see him. Yeah, great. So in a minute, please do join us for some seasonal refreshments through in the hall. And when you leave, please do remember to pick up one of those books. They're free and we would love you to have them from us this Christmas. Um, We'll just close now with Max leading us in a prayer. Okay, so let me pray for us. Father God, thank you for the good news of Jesus' birth. We desperately need a saviour from our sins. Jesus' life and death fixes the relationship between us and you and gives us great joy. And we just thank you that this message is for all people. Please help us to remember that this Christmas. Amen. Amen. So, all that remains for us to say is just, Happy Christmas! Happy Christmas! (laughs)